Welcome back to the Better Than Yesterday podcast. I'm your host, Angelo Kelly. This week, one of my best friends dropped back in for her third appearance on the show. It is Kim Morris back again. If you guys didn't listen to the first two episodes that she's been on, I recommend you hit pause right now. Go to the show notes. There is going to be two links there, and they will be both the episodes that she's been on previously. So you can hear her fears, her goals, her desires, just everything about her life up until this point was basically discussed on the first two podcasts that she's been on. So go listen to them, and now that you have listened to them, you can hit play. Continue listening to this one. This is just a conversation between two friends. There was no interview going on. We just wanted to talk about a few things that were going on in our life recently. We got into Instagram, how that's basically controlling us, what we can do to to remain present and become aware. We got into freedom. Uh, it's something that I've been interested lately. I've been reading a lot of Osho and just hearing his take on freedom, courage, awareness, everything. I just wanted to talk about that. We got into Kim's plant medicine journeys that she's been on in 2020. I think when people hear plant medicine, they might immediately tune out what Kim has to say, but I think it's really important that you keep an open mind, listen to what she has to say. And she's definitely not recommending this for everyone. I have not done any plant medicine journeys, so I am learning through her experiences. And I hope you guys can do the same. Just keep an open mind. Kim is seriously one of my favorite people in the world. She is 100% her, whether there's a microphone in between us, whether she's talking to anyone, there is no change in her voice. There's no change in what she's going to say. And I think that's one of the coolest qualities that you can have as a person. So yeah, let's just hop right into the episode. We didn't do anything formal. There was no questions. There was no outline. We just wanted to talk about a few things. So I will talk to you guys at the end. All right, so we're just going to hop right in. I feel like we've been having some good conversation off air. So back again is everyone's favorite guest, Kim, <laughs> Kim Morris. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm great, actually. I just had a great weightlifting session. So yeah, it's a good day. Yeah, I think weightlifting definitely does have a big impact on your mood. If you have a good workout, totally. it's like it translates to the rest of your day. I'm on a high right now. Yeah. yeah, it's a good day. And I think we talked about separating like the bad from that too, to where the bad doesn't affect you, but then the good you can still carry that out the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah. So when you have those bad workouts, it's like, okay, it's fine, it's over. But it's a learning experience, yeah. right? And you had to treat it as a learning experience, and I have more bad than I do good with weightlifting, but every time is a learning experience. Yeah. So. Those good days, they keep you coming back, yes. though. You have that one I, day where something clicks, mm-hmm. and you're like, all right, this is, this is worth it. That was today. So we were talking about Instagram. I think this is something that's very relevant into today's society, obviously. We... Probably everyone listening to this podcast has an Instagram account. Like, to find this, you need Instagram. It's a good business tool, that's for sure. Yeah, but there's so many... I want to say there's so many bad things associated with it, but I don't think there is. I think there's way more good benefits that come from it, but it's the balance of outweighing all those negative effects. Yes. I find myself standing in my kitchen. All the kids are, you know, content. And here I am scrolling, scrolling, messaging people, scrolling, messaging, and I'm like, I just wasted 25 minutes when I could have been sitting next to my child 
even though they're content they're doing whatever they're doing just being there with them and i just wasted 25 minutes of my life scrolling for what yeah. like it's so stupid it's so stupid yet i always go back to it it's ridiculous and i think when you're scrolling it's like you're literally not even there no like you were in a completely different dimension and i'll catch myself where say i'm in the car and i'm not driving i'm with somebody else and it's like i could be with my parents or with dana and um i'm literally gone for like gone. 10 minutes mm-hmm. like no brain idea. function yeah i wonder if we hooked you up to like an you know <laughs> uh, an eeg machine it would probably be like not even moving yeah, <laughs> yeah i know yeah it's crazy you're like where did my brain didn't even function for the last 20 minutes yeah but with the like i tried the fast and you tried it for a couple days too i need it like i literally need to use it or i'm not gonna be like this podcast is not gonna grow at all well see you can benefit from i think anybody who has a business benefits from social media obviously but somebody like me who doesn't really need to be on social media, I, I really, I don't, there's no reason for me to be on it except wasting time. How do I not do that though? Like once, once I open it, it's, I just get into that rabbit hole where I'm like, okay, I'm going to open Instagram. I'm going to post this thing and then I'm going to get off five minutes, like get the right hashtags on the post and then gone. First thing I do Oh, I see someone I know posted a story. I start scrolling through the story. And then it's the next person. It's the next person. And then I'm on the Explorer page. And I'm like, okay, 15 minutes later, I didn't make that post. And I also looked at all these people who I don't even care about. Yeah, exactly. And somebody, you know, that you do care about is sitting next to you. It's, uh, you have to be disciplined. I think you need, I think if you're utilizing Instagram or any social media for business, you need to be disciplined with it. If you don't want to be on it, there's such some people that they don't mind wasting their time on it or Mm -hmm. being on it, but you have to be disciplined. So like, maybe you want to set a timer. Like as soon as you open it, you're like, all right, here's my five minute timer. I need to get my shit done in this five minutes or it's not getting posted. Yeah. You know? So post first, scroll a little bit, timer goes off. That's it. Done. Yeah. Yeah. It's so I hard to I actually don't do, that. do that. Yeah, yeah. I think all of us, and we were talking a little bit, just awareness in general. Awareness. Like, like literally, where are you when when you're with somebody? Where's your brain? And a lot of times we'll be like driving or just sitting on the couch, and it's like we always have something. You. I've never had a had a time where like I didn't have TV, I didn't have a computer, right. I didn't have the phone, and even when I was single for a while, there's constantly you're connected yeah. all the time. You so, never have that alone time. So you're talking about being present, which that's something I've definitely been working on, and we learn through social media that it can that that takes us away from being present. So the last couple of months especially, I've been really working on trying to be present, looking people in the eye, listening to what people are saying rather than trying to react to, you know, thinking about what I'm going to say next. Yeah. I mean, we all think about what we're going to say next, but like, I'd be like, oh, I have to, you know, let me remember that I need to say this. And I have no idea what the person just said. And I'm like, yesing them and yesing them. And I'm not present. And I'm like, wasting this person's time. Like, can they tell that I'm not present? Can they tell that I'm yesing them to death? And this happens to me a lot at work. Like, like if 
if people are talking to me, if we're in the break room or whatever, and they're just talking to me, and I'm like on my phone scrolling, and they're like telling me this like intimate story about their child or whatever it is, and I'm yeah 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 like dismissing them. Like I was saying earlier, we were talking about that, and I I'm really trying my hardest not to like dismiss people and be present and be aware. So yeah, I've been working on that a lot lately. Do you think? It goes back to like who you're spending your time with though. If you spend more time with people you love and less time with people who you don't care about, do you think that becomes a little bit easier? Oh, definitely. But I still think I still think I really need to make myself aware be present and aware even with people I love. Mm-hmm. You know? So I don't you were talking about the Ram Das uh, podcast with Aubrey Marcus yes. a little bit. I haven't heard a ton about him, but I know I've seen a few videos and like he'll re- he'll respond to questions, like he'll wait twenty seconds and you're like, what is going on out there? <laughs> and then he'll just say, love, love, and you're like, but that's <laughs> that's the answer to it all, love. Yeah. At least that's what I'm learning. At least that's what I'm trying to learn. Um, that podcast, you know, we listen to a lot. We listen to a lot of the same podcasts. Read a lot of the same books. And that podcast this week touched me in a way that I'm like, and it was about dismissal. And the guy said, now this is a guy, I don't even know who the guy is, but he was a friend of Ram Dass for like 50 years or whatever. And Aubrey had him on. And he talks about how, like, who are we to dismiss somebody? Like, And I do that. I just like dismiss somebody. And now that just, you know, if I don't feel like talking to them or I think they're not... Yeah, I, this one specific person comes to mind when I think about this, but there's this person at work who maybe is a little uh, hard to talk to and people might not think she's cool or whatever the case may be. And she tells me a story and I'm like, oh God, will this story be over with? Because it just goes on and on and on. And I basically just like dismiss her or I just start looking at my phone and scrolling on. What am I doing to this poor girl? Like I need to give her my attention, even though like she's, you know... So that really stuck with me, that part of the podcast this week. I'm like, yeah, people just dismiss people, and then it starts this whole ripple effect. What did that do to her? Mm-hmm. You know? I wonder if people pick up on that energy. Like, they have to. Yeah. I pick up on energy. I, I feel like I can walk into a room and know who's having a bad day mm-hmm. and know who's in a good mood and know who wants to hear my shitty stories or my shitty jokes or whatever the case may be. Same thing in the operating room. Like, there's people that talk and talk and talk. And I can tell that the surgeon wants this person to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And they just continue to... They're totally unaware. Yeah. Um, so, I, I do think some people are just unaware of the, that energy. But I'm someone who's totally tuned into that. So, even if she is not aware that I'm treating her this way, I'm now aware of it. And I don't yeah. like it. You yeah. know what I mean? I think once you're aware of it, though, that's when you need to make changes. Right. That you might go 10, 20, 30 years not knowing you're doing a certain thing, but once you become aware of it, that's literally all you can think right. about. That right. You just, you're thinking about that dismissal. Right. And now it's like, that's there. That will never happen again. I can't say never, but I'm going to try my hardest to never let that happen again. Yeah. I think we all need to, we all need those things and that's why you don't listen to one podcast and it's like, okay, I'm changed. I'm right. cured. Yeah, yeah, And my mom talks about it, like going back to AA, that she doesn't 
you don't do AA for a certain amount of time and then be done. Right. You're not cured. Right. It's an There's ongoing no, process. Yeah, exactly. It's and, every day, one day at a time. Mm-hmm. And I think for us who aren't in AA and don't quite understand that experience, we're still chasing the same growth that they're doing. It's yes. just what you relate to. Mm-hmm. And that's what they talked about in the Ramdas podcast as well. They talked about like Buddha, Jesus, AA, whatever. They're all the same thing. They're all trying to teach you to be a better person and, and basically love. It's just what you connect to and what you, and it's what sucks, not what sucks, but like if I connect to say plant medicine, say I'm going to, say I'm going to choose plant medicine to make my life better or, you know, instead of AA, um, I'm, am going to be very passionate about that. Like, so somebody like my husband's mother is very into Jesus. Like you would never, like so into Jesus, it turns me off. Mm -hmm. She's so passionate about it, throws it down your throat, turns me off. So you basically, you just have to find what you connect to. And just as long as you're being a good person and learning from it and all that stuff. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that, but. (laughs) It does go back to love. And the guy who I've been reading a lot is Osho lately. And he talks about there's literally no need for religion if you have love because everyone christians buddhist whatever you're into whatever you're seeking if you're seeking something right you you need you need jesus or you need buddha you need i don't know like i'm not too familiar with their religions but you need that you're always chasing that thing that you're gonna get and if if you can love and you can be present and you can it sounds like yeah Yeah. it's like what else do you need you're if you're aware and it goes back to what i've heard people relating it to is a toolbox if you have a drill if you brush your teeth with a drill it's not going to be beneficial right but if you're doing construction work (laughs) you it'd be nice to have some power tools (laughs) it'd be nice to have a drill so like what tools do we need to bring in Right. Where some people, that's AA. Some people, that's plant medicine. Some people, that's religion. Yeah. That's, yeah. So what's yeah. your experience been like that with the plant medicine? Uh, so my husband and I simultaneously, thank God, at the same, at the same time, that's what simultaneously, um, really felt a, a, draw, a draw to plant medicine and utilizing that to um, heal and... Uh, discover ourselves is that the word I want to say um and just get deep into the our our consciousness so um we've been we've been experimenting with some plant medicine and I would say we had three ceremonies this year and they've been pretty fucking awesome Mm um excuse me sorry um two weeks ago we uh we had a ceremony and we went into the woods and got lost and he does his thing and I'm just like laying on a blanket and listening to music and it was just so beautiful. And it was like, <laughs> this is going to sound crazy, but it was like the woods were so happy we were there. Like the trees were so happy. It was such an intense and such an amazing experience. I can't even, I just want to relive that day over and over again. It mm. was so amazing. Um, as you know, Mike and I have been married for a really long time together for 23 years. And 
<clears throat> long story short, we didn't have kids until we were until I was thirty. So we were together for like thirteen years before I had before we had kids, and we had a lot of fun. We mm-hmm. partied, we did all of that, and then when I was thirty, I became a mom, and it was like, okay, I'm a mom. Like this is I went into mom mode, and nothing else existed. And looking back over those last ten years. I, I didn't put our relationship first. Yeah. The kids came first. So I got lost in being a mom, which I love and would never, but I forgot about our relationship. We both did. And <clears throat> the past couple of years, it's been Mike sleeping with my son River in his bed and the girl sleeping with me in my bed. And through these plant medicine ceremonies, we've learned that like we need to put our relationship first. Like, we need to make ourselves a priority, like our relationship, ourselves a priority and our relationship a priority. So it's funny when you're, you don't realize that. You don't realize all that time is passing and you're, and you're just going through the motions and plant medicine has really made us aware that like, we don't want to do that ever again. We don't want to go through the motions. We don't want to, we want joy and we want happy, you know, all of that. So we're getting there and it's... It's been quite an experience, yeah. What does it look like on a daily basis? So obviously you're not doing the plant medicine every day, but what are you doing together or separate that you're putting yourself first and putting your relationship first? So I think having someone to talk to, therapy is a good... Therapy doesn't... I, I tend to overshare, so I use all my friends as, as therapy. <laughs> so I don't really like the whole sitting down in a room talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. But um, Mike does, and Mike has benefited from that. I mean, I would love to, like, hug and kiss his therapist because she has been amazing in our relationship. So he goes weekly. Um, But just prioritizing your relationship, how how does this make Mike feel? You you know, having these thoughts, because usually I'm just going through the motions and I'm not thinking about those things. But having listened to podcasts... And reading a lot of books, Nonviolent Communication is a really, really great book. And that is really super beneficial to relationships. But be, uh, being communicating ad nauseum, like communication is key in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I've gone like the last 10 years hardly even communicating with this guy who I love. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, yeah, communication is day, on a daily Whatever you're feeling, however you're feeling, even if it's something Mike doesn't want to hear, even if it's something I don't want to hear, we might have to verbalize those mm-hmm. things. I'm in my first, like, really adult relationship now, too. And if I look back on the relationships that I've been in the past, it's been all fear and anxiety and not not connecting with somebody. So I'm interested in in just learning from other people who are who are going through this right now yeah. like how can I show up better so I think the communication thing is huge and on the communication it's like the freedom I something I've been super interested in talking about lately is freedom and is your partner the person that you can communicate openly with yeah can you yeah. say what is truly on your mind what are the boundaries there yeah I will say for the past 10 years I didn't communicate with Mike so no I didn't we, we I would hold everything in and bottle everything up and so did he and now 
we're in this amazing partnership where I can say anything to him. You know, stuff you you wouldn't want to hear as a partner. Yeah. Um, and it's made our life so much better. Yeah. I don't think you're with the right person, though, if if one thing you say or these thoughts you have, because we're all fucked up. Right. <laughs> What's going right. on in our heads is is insane. But if if you're if your person that you're with you say one thing that changes their love for you, that's not the person that's, you're meant to be with. That's not love either, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking about that when we were just talking about that whole Rondas podcast that they talk a lot about not falling in love, just being loved. And I don't really can't wrap my brain around that or, you know, because we're taught that, that we fall in love. But if you're just love. Yeah, so if you're saying something to somebody and that's, like you said, going to change. For instance, I recently told Mike I wanted to have sex with this other person. <laughs> if I'm being honest and I'm like, I don't know why. I have this strong... I didn't want this. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to have sex with this person. If I could take away this feeling, I would. Mm-hmm. And he was so understandable. Like, mm-hmm. he totally was like... I think he loved me more than I actually communicated this to him, which most people wouldn't. Like, mm-hmm. I tell my friends at work that, yeah, I told my husband I want to other dude and they were like and you're still here you're alive he didn't fucking murder you and i'm like no like and i'm and i'm so grateful that i'm with somebody that i can say that shit to yeah because that's what a relationship should be like i'm human yeah what i'm so i'm dead i can't look at another person because i'm married you know yeah. it's that possession thing like our society relationships you have ownership over another person People want slaves. It's crazy. People want someone who won't look at another guy or won't look at another girl. How is that or, even normal? Is a human it's being? Not. It's not. But we're animals. I That's was, not normal. Yeah, and I was in that relationship. And you're getting like, you're getting mad at your ex girlfriend for liking an Instagram post. Yeah. <laughs> And that's crazy. That's literally crazy. But it happens. But you can get so full of. I don't know what the word is. Ah. Yeah, our lines get crossed as yeah. to what love is and what yeah. But we're just taught that way growing up that you know you you do all these things you go to college you get the job you find a partner you never cheat on them you don't get divorced like yeah that's it and that's your life and then you retire at sixty two and then you can start living yeah and that's that's literally the the craziest and that's, thing to me that's why. People fail. That's why relationships fail. It's it's a crazy standard. It's mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's that. But the the freedom thing. I just keep thinking about it. Like every job I've ever had, and when I describe this to other people, it's like I sound crazy. I feel like I sound crazy, but every job I've had, I feel completely trapped. That I have no freedom, that I can't be who I want to be. I got to show up at a certain time. I got to wear the uniform. I got to wear my name tag. You should experiment with plant medicine more because (laughs) you would get all these answers. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy what you can learn about yourself in plant Mm -hmm. medicine and and how you, it'll make you, okay, that's the decision I need to make. Oh, okay. I got this. They say download, and when I first started hearing that, I was like, these people are whacked. What do they mean, downloads with plant medicine? 
But you do. You mm-hmm. literally get these downloads and you're like, I need to work on myself and I need to improve this part. Mm-hmm. And this is what I need to do to do that. Do you think we need plant medicine to do that? Do you think we truly have those answers, but we're just afraid to find them? I think people have different tools. Mm-hmm. Like AA, like Christianity, or Buddha, whatever it is. So that's just what I'm choosing right now, because that speaks to me. It doesn't speak to everybody. Yeah. But I'm so passionate about it right now. I think all my friends who are like anxiety-ridden and going through stressful stuff, I'm like, you need to experiment with plant medicine, because mm-hmm. I think that it would fix your lives. But Mike's mom thinks that Jesus would fix your life, so... Mm-hmm my point yeah i we all have those especially when you're just growing up and you have those people that are always going to tell you yeah you you need to have dreams and you need to to pursue what you're passionate about but the first people when you the first thing people ask when you meet them is like oh what do you do for a living what do you do that's yeah that's the that's the icebreaker yeah and i try not to do that now i try because i'm so aware of it now I try not to do that, but that was always my, oh, so what do you do? Dana and I talked about, like, answering that in a way where you're just like, oh, you know, I, I love to do weightlifting. I love hiking. Yes, like, real what, things. what do you actually do? And right. most people don't know. Yeah. I didn't know. I'm, I'm 25, and I did not know how to have fun. I did not know what I enjoyed until this year, and I'm still learning. It's yeah. still a learning process. So I think these tools, like... I can't wait for your 2020 review, year-end <laughs> review podcast. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, we're all... And it's cool that everyone is kind of going... Like, most of our friends are going through this phase at the same time. Yeah. Where we're all learning and we're all growing. And you're watching the transformation happen. It's really It is cool. really cool. It is. I agree. We're just around so many good people. And I think... The, the gym here, like I think about it, like how did this happen that all these people came together I and know. it's like, like you guys are literally my life. Like, I know, it's my weird. relationship came from the gym. Some of the best friends that I have in the world are from the gym and we all just come here. We throw I some know. weights around, but, but we all like really love each other. Yeah. Like my, my husband was just planning a plant ceremony at our house and he sends me a list and it's all of you guys from the gym it's just so funny yeah that even him like loves you like because he knows how much you guys mean to me mm-hmm. it means so much to him we're just lucky yeah. i think if you don't take time to just think about stuff and put it into perspective and go back to that awareness what do you have around you right now what who do you have around you what things do you have and it's so easy to get wrapped up in, you know, I want this. I want this job. I need to make this amount of money. I need to be at this level. But we never, because we're always connected, we're always seeing those people who have everything. We think we have nothing. But if you're, no, you're taking time to sit alone with your thoughts that I have when? a roof over my head. I have people who love me. I have a car. I have all of these things. I don't need anything else. When is what you have enough, right? When is what you have enough? That's what, like, we all work on. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that question, you know, I was living in a, in a house that I didn't want to live in, in a a neighborhood I didn't want to live in, and it, like, consumed me. I'm like, Mm -hmm. once I get to, out of this house, I will be happier, and Mm -hmm. I will be, but no, 
I need to work on myself. It has, no idea. it has nothing to do with where I live, what community I live in. Yeah. You have to work on yourself every single day. Yeah. It's hard, though. You have to be uncomfortable. You have to really sit with yourself. And I think one thing I need to get better at is when, when I'm at home and I have 15, 20 minutes, like, just sit there. Yeah. How how fucking hard is that to That's do? Hard. To just sit by yourself and you have no you have no technology around you, you no have no stimuli. TV and it's just like am I content with what I have right now? Yeah. I've n- I never do that. <laughs> Neither do I. And I think that's something that I I've heard people do. We've heard Aubrey Marcus talk about being in the darkness yes. for six days. Yes. How scary would Which that be? Which will probably be my last, you know, that would probably be something I would experiment with. Of all the things I want to experiment with, plant medicine, cold plunges, um, the, what am I thinking, the, where it's hot, uh, the, um, the, uh, not a heat tent, what's it called? Oh, uh, like sauna? Not a sauna, it's called a, um. A sweat lodge. Sweat lodge, yeah. thank you. Sweat lodge, all, breath work. Staying in the, ayahuasca, which is definitely happening this year, um, but yeah, in the darkness would probably be last on that mm-hmm. list. Something I would want to do, but definitely last. That's scary as shit. And everything you just mentioned, like you mentioned plant medicine, but a lot of the stuff is you don't have to you don't have to do drugs to to get that. Like go yeah. in freezing cold water and be uncomfortable for two minutes. Right. That's yeah. gonna transform you. Two hours of breath work. Yeah. Learning. Ecstatic dance. Ecstatic like, dance. about that. Oh my gosh. Are you going to go with me? I Will want to. It? I want to do the breath work. Yeah. I don't... The ecstatic dance, it's like, that's so scary to That's me. super uncomfortable for me because I can't dance. As you know, oh, I've, I've sent you videos of me. I have zero <laughs> um, Yeah. So I would love to do that just to get uncomfortable. Just yeah. to get fucking uncomfortable because that would make me... Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I would love to do that. Yeah. It's that resistance in your head that's that's telling you not to do something. Even if you literally were by yourself, no one's home, you close all the blinds, turn all the lights off, how hard would that be to just like literally it's do... It's still uncomfortable for me. Yeah, to yeah. do whatever your body wants to do. Like I you know. throw on some music. I know. Ugh. We should we should vlog that for your <laughs> <laughs> There's so many different things That's that you can do. That's cool about ecstatic dance though is that it's no drugs, no alcohol, nothing. Yeah. It's like it's that from what I've read about. That's it's and it seems pretty cool because you would watch it and think these people must be on fucking drugs. What yeah. are they doing? But no, they're just like going with what their body tells them to do, which I'm sure you have to do a bazillion times to mm-hmm. actually master it like anything else in life. But. Yeah. I'm sure that first time, though, it's going to be super uncomfortable, but you do it the next time, and it's a little bit less uncomfortable, and you're... you're like a weightlifting do, meet? Yeah. Yeah. And you do something that you couldn't do before. Right. I think that's where that's where we need to, to be, and like you need to chase that uncomfortability feeling. Yes. Like I, when I did the cold plunge, being in the water, so... I'll give a little backstory. So yesterday we went to the beach. It's March in New Jersey. I think it was like 45 out was the high. And I think the water was like 40 degrees. And the easy part was being in the water. The hardest part was the thoughts going through my head as I'm literally taking a step 
and going, don't do this. Like, it's going to be, it's going to be too cold. It's, you could get sick. Like all these thoughts are the most amazing thing for your immune system. It's, it's super beneficial. And we watch the goop thing on Wim Hof, but it's that resistance. The, the doing it part is easy. It's just that all the thoughts that you tell yourself (sighs) why you shouldn't do this. Yeah. Why you shouldn't compete at a weightlifting meet. Why you shouldn't apply for that job that you don't think you're qualified for. Yeah. Or step down from that job that you (laughs) 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 that you should step down from. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're all we all just need to chase that. That's what that anything that makes you uncomfortable and anything that someone says that makes you question You need to look at that shit. Yes. You need to look at it, chase it, and get more uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Because that's where you grow. At least that's what I'm learning. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the harder it is, and I think the less you want to do it, that's the things that you need to do. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Well, this was fun. Thank you so much. That flew by, huh? Once again, thanks so much to Kim for coming on the show. It was a blast to have another conversation like that. She will definitely be back on, as will Taylor. He was supposed to be on this week, but couldn't make it. He had some real-life responsibilities going on. But we will definitely drop back in for another episode in the near future. I just want to ask you guys a few quick favors. If you did like the show, if you have liked the previous episodes that I've done, leave a five-star rating on iTunes. Leave a review. Just the rating, it means a lot to me, but if you guys could leave a review, leave a couple lines on how I can improve what I'm doing good. That would be awesome. That helps the show get to more people. And if you did like it, make sure to screenshot the episode, share it on your Instagram story. That helps so much. I think we're all, especially as we talked about Instagram, we're all on this tool and it's definitely a tool. If you guys can help me share it on your story, get to those followers that you have that I don't know, that would be awesome. So they can help find the show and Yeah, I just appreciate you guys this week. I appreciate Kim. I'm just happy with where I'm at in life, and I'm looking forward to doing another episode next week. I will talk to you guys later.